Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great people at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team have you covered. Go to AmandaJGentry.com and understand how they can protect your constitutional rights. Zen Sports, download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager with that promo code in the Zen Sports app and TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness, I went this morning, me and Worth Campbell, we got a great upper body workout in. You can get personal training, group fitness classes, or just a membership to work out at their awesome facility at TrueMavFitness.com where your first workout is free. So looking at the Titans and kind of the circumstance that they're in, uh, Stephen King says, Buck, how do you never get sick? Uh, I feel like I've gotten sick at some point here in recent memory. What are you laughing about back there? Shirtless Bert. Nobody can see you, but I can just back there giggling and chuckling and gyrating for no one else to see. Uh, Bert says in the, uh, <laughs> in the chat that I got sick this morning. That's right. It's true. I went to, uh, I went to the later part of the Preds game yesterday evening and then met some friends out who were in town for college and, from college, and I threw up everywhere this morning. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> I puked my guts out this morning before I went to work out at TrueMav Fitness. Too many tequila sodas. Uh, it was unfortunate, but you know, that's that's the... the them the break it's like first johnson says but promise that i will not miss work even on the days that i'm but we persevere because there is football to be discussed and certainly a couple of minutes uh david brown says it's a great time to be in a contract year everyone at eight is is sick time to strike in a new year while the deal uh while the iron is hot well we are a. <clears throat> we are not going. Perhaps I should not admit to uh, my level of public drunkenness uh, last night, but we did. Uh, we did enjoy um, some time out with friends and a little time, uh, too much time, uh, for a school night on Broadway, and then you know was able to get home, get back, and I'm a, I'm a morning after type of uh, I'm a morning after type of hangover situation. I uh, it's it's always the case for me, and I have never been able to overcome that. That's been the case since college. It is uh, it is one of the worst parts about me. Always the morning after, but either way, we strive on. Uh, so with this, the Titans are going to have to strive on, tr- strive on, and find ways to succeed. For them, it is not the best of motivations, right, to be eliminated from postseason contention before Christmas. To have this season be a bit of a lost season for a great many players, especially guys under contract uh, for the long term, guys like Harold Landry, dudes who signed deals this year like Jeff Simmons, and all manner of other players who you would like to see make progress and obviously will be unable to do so because their season you know, will, will end once week 18 concludes. But given that there are two AFC South opponents left on the schedule, there are plenty of reasons to go out there, to be motivated, and a smack two divisional opponents around in the Texans and the Jags, both uh, of whom are in, I would describe, as turmoil. Hill Anthill says this, uh, this team, the Titans, are a team in turmoil. Yeah, but the other three are a shit show too. If you look at the 
Colts, the Texans, and the Jags. I'm sure the Texans are hoping that they can get right by nature of the quarterback situation. And, you know, you hope for C.J. Stroud that he's healthy, that he's, um, you know, that he's well, that he's finding ways to kind of make this thing go. And for uh, for the Titans, you know, you'd like to you'd like to kind of stop that rookie momentum, that offensive rookie of the year showing. You'd like to stop it cold in its tracks if you can help it. So now, um, while draft picks may be on your mind, and I completely understand why that might be the case, there are great opportunities to be benefited from if they can go out and try and win a football game. So, how the Titans can play spoiler against two hated division rivals? Would you rather the Titans play spoiler or play for draft position? This is something that I know the morning show discussed uh, maybe yesterday or earlier in the week. And so a hat tip to Austin and Zach for this topic. But I think it's an interesting one because I'm curious. I did not see the reaction, so I'd be curious to gauge your guys' reaction. Would you rather the Titans play spoiler or play for draft position? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch Right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the great people at Two Rivers Ford. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. They will put you in position to succeed with their award-winning customer service center with the people who will put you in the best position as far as the car buying experience is concerned. Non-commissioned salespeople go above and beyond to make it possible for you Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So spoiler, a draft pick is the game. For Brian Malone, he says spoiler. Monsoon agrees. Keep feeding Levis's confidence. That's more valuable than the draft pick. Travis Ford says he'd like them to compete. If they lose, they lose. And that's uh, where a lot of people are. Uh, a lot of people are going to look at this. Uh, draft position is the only tangible win, says Mark Beach. And I'm, listen, Mark, I'm not going to, well, I don't think that's the only tangible win. I think that there are wins to be had that you can benefit from playing well in these games or finding ways to put it together in these games. Draft position is not the only tangible win, but I completely understand why you feel that way, and I'm not really going to push back too hard on you because of it. Because draft draft is the thing that they need to get right the most to put yourself in the best possible position with the best possible players. Uh, is what they will try to do. Oh, Joe Flacco interception. It looks like going to be a pick six, a tip drill by, uh, who is that? Oh, that's the Florida State pass rusher. Um, Jermaine Johnson with a huge play in a big spot. A tip drill. Joe Flacco tried to pump fake him out of it. Uh, Jermaine Johnson pump faked him back, and now the score is 27 to 13 with 202 to play. Tough scene for Flacco. Huge, huge play for the Jets, and we'll see if they can't keep this thing alive. <laughs> that's just great. Like that's just great ability to like springboard back up after he already jumped Jermaine Johnson to try and swat that pass down and still made a play. What a, that was a hell of an athletic move by him. All right. So draft position is not the only tangible win, but I, like I said, I get why, why people feel that way. And we, we played for you this Will Levis clip earlier in the week. But Will Levis wants to go out there. Will Levis wants to go out there and kick somebody's ass. And that there are tangible wins to be had if he goes out there and does that. This was Will Levis speaking earlier in the week about the importance of playing in these games. Yeah, I think it's tough to come back to the field and, and play with a different energy, like knowing that you're you're hurt. Like it's hard to 
play differently and, and have that in the back of your mind. It, it, you, I feel like you can't play that way. You know, you, you got to be able to just go full tilt, um, regardless of what's going on, or else you get yourself and your teammates hurt. So, um, you know, there's pain. Everyone's got pain at this point in the season. Everyone's dealing with something. Uh, you kind of just gotta put it behind you and, and play as if you're not hurt. How much have you been able to, I guess, learn week over week, just being a rookie in this league, and how much does that, I guess? like make you itch to get back that much more of like what could I be learning how could I be growing in, in these games yeah I think a lot of the growth I've made has just been through mistakes and you know good things I've done on the field and just with the mistakes trying to limit them and not have them pop up again I've done a decent job of that I think so seeing the growth from week to week is exciting and then to miss out on that growth for a week um, is disappointing but um, like I said these two weeks are really really important we want to get these wins and then get out of this season, you know, feeling, feeling good about how we finished it and on an uptrend going into next year. Um, and for me, that's important with me and my game, but just got to continue trusting my process and uh, take advantage of the rest I get. So that's Will Levis, and we'll, we'll update you on the latest with him here in just a second, right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. They always go above and beyond to make sure that you are in the best position to succeed. Wherever justice demands, that is what Amanda J. and her team are there to provide to you. Protections for your constitutional rights. Many of us are unfamiliar with all of our constitutional rights. Some of us are, some of us are not. If you are not as informed as you feel like you need to be, or if you feel like you are overwhelmed by the level of, uh, by the level of infringement that your protections are under, go to AmandaJGentry.com and understand how she and her team can help you today. So, Spoiler or draft pick is the question. Stephen King says, Levis going full tilt honestly scares the living bleep out of me. I think the future, think about the future, my guy. There are more games to play. You know, it's, it's a good point because he, he heightens your level of concern for him, right? With the way that he's out there just fighting for it. And you don't want to like, coach that out of him or try and tamp down that enthusiasm because of course that that's antithetical to who he is it's kind of like so Greg Cosell and I do this podcast every week for those of you unfamiliar it's called the install and we talked a lot last year about how Patrick Mahomes how much better Patrick Mahomes has been playing the quarterback position in the last two years within the structure of the system and not just making just spectacular arm talent throws um off schedule throws you know, lying, basically being hit, going horizontal and still whipping it into the end zone only to have it bounce off a Chiefs receiver's face or hands because they can't catch a damn thing in Kansas City this year. But he talked about, Greg did, you know, Mahomes has just this frenetic motion about him. And there's other quarterbacks who are like this too. Allen is another one, Josh Allen, where there's a lot of times where Mahomes will just drift in the pocket unnecessarily when he doesn't need to. There's no reason for him to move. It honestly probably makes things on it harder on his offensive line when he does start to move, but because he's Patrick Mahomes and that's just a part of the way that he plays, you don't want to completely coach that frenetic movement out of him because the spectacular can happen at any given point. And Mahomes is somebody who you want to coach to the best of their abilities and try and work around some of the things that may not be uh, ideal situations because no player is perfect, even you know the half a billion dollar quarterback. So I think that when you look at Levis, you don't want to try and coach the enthusiasm out of him or, or coach the aggressiveness out of him, but he has to, has to, has to learn how to slide, learn how to protect himself. 
Chris Short says Levis playing and being himself is the only reason I'm, I've watched the Titans the last half of the season. Turn him loose, he says. Well, it is uh, it is looking like it is looking like he is going to be able to go. Uh, there was practice footage of him out there. This is courtesy of Paul Kaharski's Twitter account of him being a full participant for the second straight practice uh, after dealing with this high ankle sprain that cost him one start. So that's uh, Will Levis practice highlights, we'll call them, of him going through some work uh, earlier today. A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by the great people at Zen Sports. Download that app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, whether you're betting on the Titans or the Texans this weekend on any of the NFL action, Thursday night football tonight as well. Up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager is what Zen Sports offers you. So download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN. Get up to $1,000 on that no danger first wager. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. That is the place for you to succeed. Zen Sports must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet, as I mentioned. So, spoiler or draft pick, you guys know what my answer is going to be. I don't care about your draft pick until I have to care about your draft pick. Um, I think that the uh, I think that for everything that's going on with the Titans right now, there is more value in Levis playing and playing well, and Levis playing well with his teammates that are going to be on the roster next year, like Skaronsky, like Hopkins, like Chig, and like Burks, finding way to create finding ways to create chemistry with these guys. Hopefully, for everybody's sake, everyone stays as healthy as humanly possible. But it's football, so that's not, of course, guaranteed. But you can't you can't protect him as a football player from playing football, and that's kind of where things are at right now. I completely understand Titans fans' reticence to put him out there. The offensive line is a problem. They have gotten both quarterbacks hurt at various times this season, but that is no reason to not play him. It's football; these things happen. Um, Gilbert says, "Time for us to do what the Jags and Texas have done to us before." It's true. Uh, Corey Curtis and I we were uh, we were doing. Uh, we were doing a little TV for uh, WKRN News 2, and I think, uh, I'm not sure when that TN Nation show airs. I want to say that it's Thursday night's late, but I'll uh, I'll look that up for you before the end of the show because I was on TN Nation with him, and we recorded a segment talking about the Titans playing spoiler at this point. Um, everyone has their own opinion, says MB. There is no right or wrong one. 
Well, no, I, I, I disagree. The wrong one is saying that they should that they should shut Levis down for the season. That is emphatically the wrong one. The coaching staff says it's the wrong one. The, the player himself says it's the wrong one. Anybody in football at a level of competitiveness, and Joe Flacco has just scored another touchdown, three plays, 75 yards in 37 seconds. Ridiculous what's happening right now. TNF, the new Flacco, is a sign that, that was just showed on the broadcast and just a, a miserable Robert Sala struggling his way through a six and nine season at this point. But uh, no, the, the wrong opinion is the, the opinion to shut him down for the year if he's healthy. That is 100% the wrong opinion. Now, you can be entitled to your wrong opinion and that'd be all well and good, but it is the wrong opinion to say that they should shut him down. There's too much positive, too many positives for him to glean from this versus the one that is the injury but and the injury being the biggest part of that, but there is no way that you can keep football players out of football games just because your season is over if they are available to play. Corey D. Jackson says there is a wrong one if he gets hurt behind this atrocious line. Fine, Corey, but you can't sit there and sit there and pearl clutch and be a chicken shit about it. He's got to go out there and play football. He's not scared. He shouldn't be scared. If you want to be scared on his behalf, you're welcome to it. But like that's these guys don't operate that way. They're, they're never going to operate that way. It is completely and totally ridiculous, ridiculous to expect them to. It is a, it's, it's a level of cowardice that I, I'm not going to say that I understand. I'm not going to say that I respect it. I'm not going to say that I agree with it. I think it's all horseshit. But um, from my standpoint, you can't actively sit out here with a straight face and expect football players to not go out there and play football if they're available to play. So spoiler alert is what they need to do. They need to find ways to knock the Texans out and knock the Jags out. If they do knock the Texans out, though, the Jags would win the AFC South. Uh, um, MB says, I've watched other shows where other people say something different. Again, those people are wrong. Uh, Cordy Jackson says, not chicken shit. It's malpractice. No, it's chicken shit. I promise you. Uh, Cody Russell says, agree. Just because he's done some nice things doesn't mean he's not still a rookie and these reps aren't critical. He can't replicate the game reps. Yeah, that's right. That's 100% accurate. There's no way that he's going to get an opportunity to go out there and just practice against the Houston Texans defense. This is his chance to put some things on tape for him to make them aware, for him to make his coaching staff aware, and for him to continue to earn the respect of the locker room. There is no other answer but playing Will Levis if he's healthy. Uh, so, in the absence of that, TNF got a little more interesting, but Flacco just made up for his own mistake. 34-14 to 14 right now is the score with a minute 25 left to play. Uh, I would ask you who you got, but it seems like the Browns are going to be runaway, uh, runaway favorites in this thing, and maybe should have been at home with 10 wins on the season against an anemic New York Jets offense. So the question will be this, who is more likely to make it to the Super Bowl this year, Robert Walsh's Ravens or the Cleveland Browns? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com, get your dream address without the stress, the Intel Edge, you need to succeed to be found at GaryAshton.com. Uh, MB says, why do we talk about this every day, agree to disagree, and move on to a new topic? There's literally nothing else to talk about. It's a five-win football team. I'm shocked that any of you are here. I'm grateful that all of you are here, but I'm shocked that any of you are here because there's literally nothing else to say about them. We, the offensive line still sucks. The receivers are still underwhelming. The roster is still banged up. And Will Levis is still the quarterback. Like, there is literally nothing else to say about the Tennessee Titans. Nobody's getting, or the head coach isn't getting fired. I don't know that nobody's getting fired. At the end of the year, I would probably anticipate some changes to the staff, probably not the coordinators, and certainly 
not the head coach, even if they were to lose out. Um, but yeah, why do we talk about this every day? Because there's literally nothing else to say about them until we get to the offseason. Um, so Browns or Ravens, who's more likely to get to the Super Bowl? William Jones says the Ratbirds. Craig Baxter, Ravens. Jackson is too mobile, says Hill. Uh, aren't they the same franchise as David Brown? Yes, in fact, they are. Uh, the Cle- the Baltimore Ravens were the Cleveland Browns, but it's interesting because I saw this argument being made by a lot of people in Houston over the weekend. The Ravens gave up any claim, really, that they have to the Browns' history, to the Browns' uniforms, and all these different things. And again, they just restarted the Browns' franchise anew and gave them back their history in ways that many people want the Titans to have to do to give up the history of the Houston Oilers to the Houston Texans uh, the way that the Browns did with uh, the Ravens. Now, there's plenty of other examples to the opposite with the Baltimore Colts still having the history or the Indianapolis Colts still having the history of the Baltimore Colts. But yes, they are basically still the same franchise. Hill says Flacco will choke it. Uh, will choke. I'm <laughs> Brother, he's leading the league in passing yards since he was inserted into the lineup, since he got back into football. Joe Flacco is leading the league in passing yards. He's now, how many touchdown passes does he have tonight? Let me pull up the box score for this game. Uh, Joe Flacco right now has three touchdown passes. That's 13 touchdown passes in five games. You know, maybe they get to the, maybe maybe something happens in the postseason when it's a single, single elim- elimination sample size, but I don't know how you could watch Joe Flacco this season and think that he's not, uh, think that he's not, <laughs> as as viable in this Cleveland Browns offense. Maybe not as viable as uh, Lamar Jackson is, but it would be fun to see the two of them square off in the playoffs. The history would be phenomenal. Trust me, when he's bad, he's awful. No, it's not like I haven't seen Joe Flacco's entire career. Uh, we've The vast majority of people have seen every snap of Joe Flacco's career at this point. Chris Short says Flacco for president. I don't know about that. Um, but I, I, I mean, the Ravens are the answer, right? <laughs> you... You basically have to figure out how to find three downs to make Lamar Jackson punt and then keep them from going on fourth and short. It's the hardest thing in the sport to do this year. Uh, The Ravens are overwhelming. The defense is really solid, even if it's not overwhelmingly talented. They have a great scheme and good enough players to make your life a living hell, and they keep hurting quarterbacks, to be honest with you. Uh, They keep just beating the hell out of the quarterbacks that they play. So who's more likely to get there? For sure, the Ravens. But the Browns are making a very, very interesting case at this point. Um, MB is providing me topics at, uh, right now that I can talk about other things. Uh, nobody's going to care about any of those other things that you have provided, including Caleb Farley. I'm not going to do a whole show on Caleb Farley. Who's not going to play this year. That is, that could not be less interesting respectfully MB. And I appreciate you trying to provide some context, but the whole reason we do the, the thing, the way that we do things on A to Z sports, the way that the reason we do the things on A to Z sports, the way that we do is because they work. And the thing that works every time is the quarterback. So, you know, that's. Listen, I would I would rather talk about other things as well. I'd rather talk about things other than the Tennessee Titans when they have five wins, but that's not the case. This is a Tennessee Titans streaming show, and so we're going to talk about the Titans. We're going to talk about the quarterback. Um, so, weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? We'll talk about it together, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. A reminder that TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch makes the primetime show possible. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. Group fitness classes personal training like I go for on Tuesdays and Thursdays or to get just one of the best facilities in downtown Nashville on your or as a membership you can go to truemathfitness.com and sign up today all the reasons to get in there before the new year you're running out of time before the new year this is in fact the last primetime show of 2023 which is uh always interesting to kind of have the realization of I didn't think about that until just now but if you want to get a head start on your new year's resolution for the best version of you go to truemathfitness.com 
Um, for the best workout in Middle Tennessee. So, who needs to bounce back most? Travis Kelsey's helmet, says Darren Ossie. I'm not sure what that uh, what that is. Uh, Mark Beach says, topic, did you dry heave or blow chunks and move on this morning show? Uh, blue chunks, no dry heaving, unfortunately. Uh, what, tequila? Uh, we, we sipping on Saturday, Buck, uh, says Koenig. Oh, I am, uh, I'm... I'm not spending any extra time in Houston that I have to this year. Uh, so I will not, I will not be flying into Houston until Thursday or excuse me, until Saturday night late. I will be going to the hotel. I will be covering that game in the morning and I will be getting the hell out of Houston as soon as humanly possible to try and get through the season as quickly as humanly possible. <laughs> there's, there's nothing about nothing about five wins that makes me want to prolong what this football season has been. Uh, weird to think that the Titans can't make the playoffs until at least 2025. That's a depressing way for you to look at it. But if that's the way that you want to look at it, you can, we can, uh, well, the way he slammed it says, uh, Darren Ossie talking about the, uh, Travis Kelsey, the chiefs in total, in total need to bounce back. And I agree. The chiefs are in need of one at nine and six, but again, perpetually, the answer can be the Titans. They are also in need of a bounce back in Houston this week. But I would say Jair Alexander, who will not be able to bounce back this week in sports because he's suspended for one of the weirdest stories I've ever seen. Crashing a coin toss and almost costing your team a possession because you don't know what you're doing out there and you're just screwing around. I almost said a word I probably shouldn't say on uh, on the live stream is uh, is one of the uh, is one of the things or is one of the stories this week, including the Russell Wilson stuff, that is just so foreign to me with the way that this thing is playing out. But they went and talked to Jair Alexander in the locker room uh, after his suspension was announced, and he seemed pretty dismissive of the entire situation. So were you supposed to be a captain? Because the team announces the three game captains, and you were the fourth, and you called the toss. What happened there? Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's only suiting, you know. I don't think Coach knew I was from Charlotte, you know, so... So you just did that on your own? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it was like a, you know, the guys backed me up, you know, so they, they knew I was from here. Did you realize you almost made a big mistake on the call, though? What'd I do? Well, you said we want to go on defense. Yeah. Which, in theory, could they could have said, then you're electing to kick to, to uh, kick off, which you would have lost the opportunity then yeah. to receive in the second half. Yeah, no, I told them that, uh, I said, uh, I want I want our defense to be out there. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I mean, it's pretty simple what I said. Like, I want the defense to be out there. they like, you mean defer? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Did he, did he say that to you? Yeah, he did. The, the mic was on. Oh, well, yeah, he, he heard you. Hear <laughs> oh, really? No, he was just like, defer. I was like, yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. Everybody was laughing. I'm like, what are y'all laughing at? Like, it's pretty obvious what I'm asking for. So did anyone say anything to you when you got back to the no. sideline? <laughs> Why would they? Why would they? Because you're insane. What are you talking about? Why would they? Frank Griffin said, are they still drug testing? In the NFL, I don't know what he's thinking there. And listen, the Packers are in a weird spot too. They're seven and uh, they're seven and eight right now. They're not eliminated, but they're you know they're looking less and less viable with each passing week. Um, Mark Beach says DA self uh, DA self absorbed. I'm not sure what DA stands for for Jair Alexander. Maybe he means JA self absorbed. But it, it is a weird it is a weird thing man like I, who cares where you're from you don't if you're not a captain and you're not supposed to be out there for the coin toss quit screwing around oh bert says the da stands for dumbass i uh, perhaps that is indeed the case but yes i i would say that that is as silly a thing as could possibly 
have been uh, done by Jair Alexander. And they went on to win. They barely beat the Carolina Panthers, though, in what was Bryce Young's best game since coming into the NFL. And he should be lucky that he can be as casual about it because if he lost them that game, he would look like a total clown. Uh, All right. That's going to do it for us for the primetime show. That's going to do it for us in 2023. Listen, you guys have been uh, awesome that you've stuck it out with me this long, that you've stuck it out with us on A to Z Sports this long through a terrible, terrible football season. We appreciate you. The end uh, is on the horizon, and there will be greener pastures by the time we get through the first week of January. So uh, we will do a 615 Sessions podcast tomorrow. We will. Uh, so you're not done with me yet in 2023, but the primetime show is done for 2023. And on Sunday night in Houston, uh, there will be no primetime. I'm not doing the primetime show on New Year's Eve. Also because my flight out of Houston is 8 8 p.m. And I'm going to try and get back for New Year's Eve here in Nashville at 10 o'clock. So, Bert, you're off the hook. Lucky you. You can enjoy your New Year's Eve together. Uh, I hope you all have a phenomenal New Year. If I don't talk to you tomorrow on the radio show or tomorrow on the 615 Sessions podcast. Again, I know I drive a lot of you guys crazy. I know I fight with a lot of you guys and gals, but I love each and every one of you. I love that you hang out with us the way that you do, and I can't wait to spend more time with you in 2024. See you guys tomorrow morning on the radio show at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone.